Welcome to our podcast. I am Aaron Rose. I am Nick Sauter. And there is resin on my hand. <laughs> there sure is. <laughs> this is take number 42, by the way. Yeah, this time we're finally drinking. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are smoking weed, but there is still resin on my hand. Um, Off to a good start. Yeah. If you haven't been able to tell from the title, this is a movie podcast about movies Aaron Rose had not seen before. Enunciate. Okay. <laughs> Levels are working. Just had to check. Um, but now we're going to discuss movies that she has seen. Yes. Um, so I saw... This week we're talking about three movies, one of which I've seen a million times. Every person who's human and has good taste has seen this movie. It's called Escape from New York. It's a John Carpenter film. Who? <laughs> I'm disgusting. So I know. I'm so sorry. I'm going to amplify that burp as loud as I can. But yes, Escape from New York, John Carpenter's classic co-written with nick castle hmm. who you might remember played michael myers not the guy that was he he was the guy who did the walking oh. in the mask not the guy with the weird face when the mask oh, yeah. came off nick um, castle i didn't know that oh yeah hmm. whole bunch of shit you can learn when you don't have friends growing up um <laughs> nick castle as you might remember went on to direct dennis the menace oh my god but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Escape Kurt Russell's York? feathered hair. Oh, my God. Super babe. Yeah. To this day, I'm still... One-eyed Farrah Fawcett. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the second movie in the triple feature was Sicario, directed by Dennis Villeneuve, which Aaron did not see. I had not seen it, and I thought I was going to hate it, but I did love it. I really liked it. Gorgeously dark, Toro. fucked up movie. Yes. I thought you were going to say Benicio Del Toro is gorgeously dark, which he is. And he's scary as fuck. Super scary. And that's the most terrifying part of that movie is that, um, spoilers, the end of it, he kills two children, a wife, and a drug lord. And guess what? You root for him afterwards. Oh, yeah. You still, like, yeah. love him. Kills a family, and you're like, that dude, that dude, that dude's yeah. badass. He did mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Um, I really love it when kids get smoked in movies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because it, like, almost never happens. And, and we just we just figured out what makes our podcast different from everyone else's. We admit, we literally just admitted in the first three minutes, three and a half minutes that we... Horrible human beings. Horrible human beings into the parts of the. You know that you know that movie where the guy killed that guy. I was rooting for the guy. He yep. killed those kids really well. <laughs> he did too. He had a plan. Mm. He executed it well, and it went off without a hitch. Even though yep. Josh Brolin mm-hmm. is drunk in real life and in every movie. You know he beat up Diane Lane. No, he didn't. Well, they beat each other up. They were both. They're apparently they're both horrible drunks. They both charged each other with, like, domestic battery. I could see him, Diane Lane, getting crazy. Yeah. I'd drink with her. So would I. Yeah. (laughs) I might be into it, though, if she hit me. And by might, I mean... Totally. Diane Lane. She could hit me. 
I'd hit her back, though. You wouldn't. No. Not unless I was told to. Hmm. And the Fair enough. This Okay, we are like three sips into a beer, and we get into some really weird places. Um, back to Sicario. Yeah, which I... Oh, and it's also so... Sicario and our third movie have something in common. Well, they have a couple things in common, yeah. but... All three movies are related thematically. Right. Um, they also... Sicario has John Bernthal in it. That's true. And he's in Baby Driver. And he is in Baby Driver. And Nick knew <laughs> that <laughs> I hated him. I think I, I learned that. And no, I didn't know that. Yeah. made me watch yeah. two movies with... But they're, you really liked both. I do. And he was great in both of them. He was. I'm just salty that he's the Punisher. Never I'm seen so it. so mad about it. But it hasn't come out yet. Um. Who is it directed by? Denis Villeneuve. Who's doing the new. Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. New Blade Runner movie with Roger Deakins who shot that. But mm-hmm. I was going to say was. Uh, it's going to be unpopular opinion, but my favorite movie out of these three is Sicario. Oh, I, I hate uh, you. I saw it alone in New York, super stoned at the BAM cinemas, and then literally had to wait until I pre-ordered it off of Amazon and just sat down people individually to watch it so they would talk to me about it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And it's been a few years and I'm still doing it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hold on a second. You need quarters? I got some on my bookshelf if you want to grab them. Okay. This uh, episode of the podcast is being recorded live at the Shark Shack where Jer Bear is doing some laundry. Off uh, off mic? Off mm-hmm. screen? Off mic. Off mic. But uh, Aaron's favorite movie out of the three. Six times over, actually. Baby Driver. The new Edgar Wright film, which I think is his best, personally. Nick disagrees. He does. He also would like to save that argument for towards the end of the show, so there's a little more action there. Yeah. Plus, I want to get nice and liquored up so that I, uh, you know, be less afraid of Aaron. (laughs) I'll be less afraid of Aaron. A little backstory here. Aaron and I have been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. Some would say best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess Rose, if you're listening, you can't get upset. But Aaron <laughs> is a hairdresser, hairstylist. Yes. A badass stylist, if you go off of yep. her reputation and her <laughs> uh, business cards. Yep. And we actually, the three movies we watched was also with Caesar, who's not here. And we have another co-host, Robert Katovich. He's the co-host at large. But it was for a haircut party here at the Shark Shack mm-hmm. where we watched um, Escape from New York, Getting the Haircuts, Sicario afterwards, and then we saw Baby Driver. Uh, the Tuesday night before it actually came out, it was like one mm-hmm. of those early showings. But um, Aaron Rose, much smaller than me, <laughs> sc- much scarier. I uh, used to get, when I had panic attacks on the more regular side, 
I would shave my head in the middle of the night or just cut my hair more accurately, mm -hmm. but not accurately at all because it would just be lopsided and dumb as fuck. Horrendous. Aaron, um, cut the cord off of my hair clippers twice. Yeah. And almost once off of Joey Z's. Oh, yeah. That, can't, that was a close call. Yeah. I didn't do it, though. You should still go back and do it. Yeah. Is your mic on? I, yeah. Yeah, my mic's on. Absolutely. Okay. I can see, like, sorry. the little lights. All right. Sorry. I'm a little drunk. <coughs> Already. Jesus. <sighs> um, um, so, yeah, the whole idea of the podcast is that Aaron hasn't seen a lot of movies. No. I've seen a decent amount of movies, but just spend way too much time reading up on them. So I am a film nerd. Film nerd. Aaron is a film fan. She knows mm -hmm. a lot about horror films. I love horror films. And my preferred genre. Her brother, Robert, my former roommate, is somewhere in the middle. And an idiot because he's not here because he's in Detroit or on his way back from Detroit. But he's also just an idiot in general. A lovable idiot. Yes. But we're all idiot. idiots. So that's yeah. why we get along so well. Speaking of idiots... Um, there's no good segue out of that, the idiot no. thing. Cause <laughs> well, I think Baby's an idiot. Um, he's naive. He's very naive. I wouldn't call him an idiot. No. But um, if you haven't seen Baby Driver, Baby Driver is about Baby, played by Ansel, Ansel something. something. <laughs> ugly last name. Such an ugly... He's a good-looking kid. He's, he's, you know, he's he's a tall... He's a tall weirdo, but like yeah. his name is just Super I tall. thought he was English for the longest time. Yeah, because he has a very like English ugly name. Yeah. Yeah. But he plays a character who uh, gets into debts to Kevin Spacey after he steals his car, has to pay him back for the merch in the trunk. And uh, he honestly thinks once he's paid off his debt, he's going to be free of crime, the life of crime. It's that's the only and he's not, of course, because that's like every one last heist movie or right. one last job thing. Um, you know, once every time I'm out, I they pull me back in. Right. Type of deal from The Godfather 3. Mm -hmm. Never seen The Godfather. Shit, don't. Any of them. Any of them? No. <laughs> I think, did you see Goodfellas? Of course. I love I, Goodfellas. You don't need to see any other mob movies then. I like Goodfellas. And what's the other one I like? Casino? You know what? People gave Casino a lot of shit. I really like it. It's a great fucking movie. Right? It's so like, good. When they fucking bury. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's the thing. Joe Pesci in that movie. Huge, undeniable yeah. piece of shit. Mm -hmm. But when you see that scene. Likeable, a yeah, little bit. Well, he's Joe Pesci. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But just his character, you still feel bad for him. Yeah. Funny thing is, though, if Joe Pesci's character in that killed some kids, eh, would have not felt as good. Yeah, probably. You're probably but right about that. Benicio Del Toro shooting two kids in the face. <sighs> still love him. Yeah. He had his reasons. Also, if you're listening to this, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. <laughs> Probably should have mentioned that before mm. giving away the ending to Sicario. Spoilers. 
Also, we gave it away like 20 minutes. We gave it away yeah. 10 minutes ago. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... I really like Baby Driver. I love Baby Driver. Yeah. I've, obviously, I've seen it six times now in yeah. the theater. I've seen it four. I had to stop going because... I got called out at my local theater by one of the ticket takers um, because I've been there so many times to see it. And I'm embarrassed, but not because I love it. I love every second of that movie. But he was an Edgar Wright fan. He was, yeah. He did it so in like, a really nice way. He wasn't being like a dick about it. No. But I was still really embarrassed. <laughs> But I'm always embarrassed. Just my natural state. Embarrassed. I don't know if or what, but something. You know. Life. Life. Yeah. Life's embarrassing. Sucks. It doesn't suck. We're going to all this out. <laughs> um, lots of edits. Lots and lots of edits. But do you want to... Um, I guess we sort of described already Baby Driver's plot. Basically, it's just... Right. The kid is a masterclass getaway driver. Yes. And the whole movie is synced up to music. Edgar Wright had this idea for the movie like 20 years ago. Listening to the John Spencer Blues Explosion just goes, this should be a car chase scene. Right. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Also, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I fucking hate John Spencer. I have nothing against... He did the music for Hot Fuzz. But oh, I he saw did. I he did, that. yeah. Oh, I saw John Spencer Blues Explosion at uh, Thalia Hall. Hmm. They played with Wire. Okay. Uh, most coked up performance I've ever seen live. Ew. Disgusting. Yikes. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, totally, totally works in this movie, and I've been listening to oh Bell Bottoms nonstop. Yeah, the whole soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, I've been like listening to it on repeat. All the time. To I actually bought it on vinyl. I love it so much. Much to her husband, Andre's dismay. Oh, yeah. He's not into it. He hasn't seen the movie out either. I don't really think he likes movies. Maybe a little bit. He likes really depressing movies that I cannot get behind. Which is weird. Because you think he'd like Grown Ups and Paul Blart. <laughs> My husband's favorite TV show is The King of Queens. I feel like I should edit that out just for yes. both of <laughs> Absolutely. our. Andre, if I don't know how to edit this, Kevin James is a douchebag. Anyways. He's all right. Oh, he's not. Sorry. Anyways. See, I get drunk and stand up for myself. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is synced up uh, to the beat of the music. Starts with uh, car chase and then just. A tracking shot very similar to um, the one in Shaun of the Dead where he goes to the store. And then just everything is synced up pretty perfectly. Shootouts are synced up to tequila. Yeah. Every, every, like, part of the movie is, like, synced up to music in some way, which I guess they call Mickey Mouse And it's kind of frowned upon in the film industry. Well, you're not supposed to write music into the screenplay. When it works, it works. And it totally works for Baby Driver. It does. Um, I'm going to say, like, the first, like, 45, 50 minutes of this movie are just incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. 
it's still fun afterwards, but it just depends on. I know his name is not Enzel Adams because that makes that's too clean. No, Enzel Edwards. Mm. Baby, I call him baby. Yeah, B A B Y. Baby. Um. It also just depends on his level of. What's your passcode? Is it the same to your phone? No. It's a 6666. I don't know how I didn't guess that for fuck's sakes. Yeah. I mean. That's super obvious. Yep. Please don't steal my iPad. I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Ansel oh. Elgort. Oh, so British. It really it is. He even looks British. Or like maybe like Eastern European ish. And he's dating a ballerina. Oh, he's so Polish. Anyway. <laughs> um Yeah, it's just a uh, super fun movie. And then it stops being fun for a little while while uh Baby has to accept that he's not out. That's basically it. Right. This is my main problem with the movie the first time we saw it was like it sort of follows the exact beat for beat that you would see in most like this is my last job movies. Right. Of course. It's definitely there's it's definitely follows like a type of movie. Yeah. Like this movie has been made before, but Edgar no, Wright just does it Edgar like Wright. so elegantly. Yeah. Oh. And then when I saw it the second time, I just didn't give a shit because I it was so fucking awesome. It's so good, yeah. It's not perfect. It's pretty close to being perfect, though. Unless you're Asian, black, or Latina. Okay. Edgar Wright is problematic in certain ways. One is that his movies are the least diverse Super out white. there. Super white. The Ac- the extra white. <laughs> extra white. The only black character I remember from Shaun of the Dead is the fat black kid who's a zombie. So he's already dead to begin with. Right. And then in Hot Fuzz, I don't think there are any. No. That's that's a super British movie. Super small British. Yeah. White town of just um, Yeah. And then, like, aside from diversity, like, his female characters are... Mm, leave a lot to be desired. Pretty well note. Yeah. All we know about um, Deborah is that played by Lily James. Yeah, she's Lily English. James. She is, yes, and she played. She's so pretty, even though she's British. She played Cinderella. I did not know that. Oh, that's all I know. I know she's she on played. that. Um, she's very pretty. Is that f- stupid show that people like? Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> <laughs> not Game of Thrones. Um. <laughs> Upton Sinclair, what's it called? Upton Manor. I have no idea what you're talking about. Dog, dog tooth, dog tooth British woman. Um, Good God. I'm a feminist. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't know. What is it? Real. I yeah. So Going to the Google box. Um, but yeah, his. All we know about to say like his female characters are one-dimensional is definitely an understatement, which is a shame because Baby Driver has two 
female leads more or less. You have Deborah, and then you have Darlin, who's the criminal counterpart to John Hamm's buddy. But basically, that's all we know is that Deborah works in a diner. She likes to sing. She likes baby, and she has no reason to stay in that town. And then we have Darling, who we know loves Buddy, loves cocaine, and Mm -hmm. likes to steal. That's all there is. And likes when Buddy kills people. For her, it's romantic. Right? Yeah. Um, which Downton Abbey? She's in Downton Abbey. Oh, I didn't. I've never seen it. I've never watched that. No. Um, I feel like Darlene, especially the jungle. I just thought that was the name. (laughs) You're right. I totally missed it the first time you said it. (sighs) Um, but yeah, I felt like Darlene could have been way cooler and way more badass, but she wasn't. (laughs) But the movie, um, despite all that, I've still seen it six times and I love the shit out of it. It's pretty hilarious. Um, oh my god, beautiful! There's like, there's stop such like feeding me lines from Monsters Inc. It pisses oh me off. Oh my god, there's just like such I don't know. There's not like an inch of that movie that is wasted, which is like no. what I love. Full of very the the third or fourth time around I saw it. The third time around I saw it, I literally was just watching to catch up with all the foreshadowing. Oh, it's so much. It's amazing. Like nothing. There's I no never part thought of that movie Dolly Parton lyrics would be such an important piece oh of Oh my god, right? It's so great. Um That and even like throughout the movie, Baby's costume is very like reflective of where he's at in life. Go on. Um so he like more or less wears like the same costume the whole time i mean it's obviously not the same but in the beginning he's always in jeans and like a white shirt except for like one scene um in the beginning he's where the shirt he's wearing is bright white and like as the movie progresses and he gets like more into this criminal world it gets like dirtier and covered in blood john bernthal i'm never gonna know his name he uh, he pretty much calls out Baby in like the yeah. second, the third scene of the movie where right. he actually thinks he is better than everybody because he's not committing the crimes. He's just right. paying off his debt. Sure. And then as Baby realizes he has to face the music, mm-hmm. he he can't escape it. And then it, that's when the movie becomes less fun is he has to accept his responsibility. But then it becomes more fun when he does respond, accept his responsibility because he's finally taking control of his actions. Because another big thing is mm-hmm. Baby is pretty much a parrot. Oh, yeah. Everything he says comes from somewhere else. Yeah. Which is also brilliant foreshadowing from when he's watching TV. Yeah. Because um, what's that the kid with the hair? What's that kid's? Um, the little rascal. Yeah. I don't you know. Alfalfa. Alfalfa singing You Are So Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sings that to uh, Deborah, And then he reuses the monster's incline. He reuses that John. Um, the guy from the office. The guy from. Thank you. The guy from the office is lying on the, um, the woman at the post office. The fight club line. He the uses. fight club. He doesn't use that. That's actually. No, he does. Who does he say it to? He says it to the Asian guy. No, that's not the right order, though. Because the, yeah, the fight club. No, the fight club line. It goes in order because it's like. The Fight Club line comes in later when they're at the diner, and... No, you're wrong. I'm not... 
Yeah, you are. I've seen it six times. No, you're wrong. You're going out of order. He, those are go in the same order. Because the Asian guy is already dead by the time he goes to the post office. Yeah, but that's like the second clip you see. I don't think it is. It is. I don't think it is. Can yeah. I just say my piece, though? Yeah. Um, John Hamm gets that line. Because when? no, because the, the Fight Club line is how's that working out for you? And right. Jamie Foxx is explaining. He says you have um, you do robberies to support a drug habit. I do drugs to support a robbery habit. And John Hamm says that's so clever. And the next thing after the Fight Club is the part about the bullfighter, where it's like even though he's bloodied and battered, right. he has to continue on foot. Right. And that's Baby running away from him after he loses his car. That's right. the foot chase. Sure. The Asian guy was long dead by then. Right. But Baby says that line to him. What does he say to him? He's He says, your tattoo says hat. He and says, how's that working out for you? Yeah. Who doesn't like hats? Yeah, he's like, who doesn't like hats? And Baby's yeah. like, how's that working out for you? Which is the line from Fight Club. But that's later in the sequence. I realize he says that, but that's not the same order as the TV. I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was like the second clip you see. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Well, there's only one way to remedy this. Being baby driver for the seventh time. Uh. Trucks. Tracks. Oh my god. So that's like one of my favorite little parts of the movie, which it's like so small and insignificant that you could just like blink and miss it. Um, and I think it says like a lot about Baby's character. If you haven't seen Baby Driver, there's a scene when he's in the diner talking to Deborah and they're talking about like songs they have with their names or whatever. And she says she has one song, which is the song Deborah by Beck. And Baby tells her she has two songs, and the song he's talking about by Trax, which is actually T-Rex. And it just, like, melts my heart every time I hear it. It's just like, oh, you little weirdo. You isolated little weirdo. Yeah. Just, like, loves music and has nobody to talk to about it. Other than his deaf stepfather. Not stepfather. Um, what would you call that? Adopted father? Foster father? Foster father. There we go. Sorry. Taking this away. (laughs) All right. I'm ready to have it out. I'm going to say third best Edgar Wright movie. After Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, while I'm willing to admit, Hot Fuzz is a better movie overall than Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, but you just like Shaun of the Dead better. Yeah, because it's a zombie. Yeah, it's zombies. Of course, yeah. And it's, you know, also R.I.P. George Romero. Oh, my God. How sad. Um, Mm. Totally off subject. When I came home Sunday after he died, mm-hmm. I found 
the Dawn of the Dead Ultimate Edition box set with all four DVDs for $32 used. Nice. I haven't been able to find one for less than 100 Holy cow. You got it. Yeah. Well, hopefully it shows up. Yeah. Fucking San Bernardino. Um, also, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg were in Day of the Dead? Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Yeah. Very small cameo, but super, yeah. super cool. Chris Martin was in Shaun of the Dead. Who's Chris Martin? Coldplay. Oh, come on. He's a zombie, though. They play themselves in the end, but he was also a zombie. Okay. That's okay. But, yeah, I think... Um, it's Shaun the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Baby Driver, and then The World's End and uh, Scott Pilgrim oh, Last. See, I haven't seen The World's End. It's really dark. Not like... <sighs> I keep forgetting that's an Edgar Wright film. It's, really, it's like the perfect combination, or not the perfect combination, it's more like if you combine Shaun the Dead and Hot Fuzz, you get hmm. um, a very dark... Like... Um, I feel like there's a, I, f- I don't know. I feel like Simon Pegg, like made it darker. Okay. Like um. That'll be on like the shoe, next episode. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll watch that next. But like it's like coming to terms with your past, sorta. It's difficult. It's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Baby Driver is definitely my favorite Edgar Wright film, hands down. I don't think anything else compares to it, but I will give you my list of the movies I've actually seen, which is Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, then Hot Fuzz. I know. Did you see Hot Fuzz all the way through? Yeah. I watched it this week. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, I forgot. Mm Mm-hmm. We just talked about this. Yeah, that was like 10 takes ago. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I do like it. I just feel like I know you disagree with this, but I feel like it has kind of a slow start. But it is really, really funny, really engaging, and super white. <laughs> so white. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's probably his whitest move. I actually know Scott Pilgrim's pretty white. Hipster. No, you're right. I'm just trying to think, is there anybody in there, aside from Knives, that isn't just... Oh, the two Asian guys play um, mm. the techno thing in the the battle, the bands okay. that they play at the same sure. time. And also, I'm just calling them the two Asian guys. I know, that's not doing anything for you. I mean... Or us. <laughs> So we watched these three movies together. I think we should talk about Sicario a little more. We only mentioned oh, yeah. the ending. I'm sorry. We totally got sidetracked because I started talking about John Bernthal. We got sidetracked because we started talking about killing b- children. Oh, yeah, that too. But I do um, love that. But Sicario, uh, it's a, we are, you are right. We These are um, connected thematically. Yes. Um, Sicario is, if you haven't seen it, um, a movie about drug cartels in Mexico and mm-hmm. Emily Blunt's character is a um, FBI kidnapping 
enforcing agent. She goes in and gets yeah. people out of situations where there's hosti- like people have been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And in the opening scene, her character goes to a house and finds oh 34 God, so dead creepy. bodies in the wall. So creepy. Ugh. Ends with an explosion killing some cops. Josh mm-hmm. Brolin's like, do you want to do this? Do you want to get the guys who right. are actually in charge? Yeah. And then basically the brilliant part about Sicario is that the plot you don't actually know what it is. Right. You don't know what the plot is. You also don't know who the protagonist is. Right. You basically get information as it's given to Emily Blunt in very small increments, mm-hmm. scene by scene. And then towards the end, you realize you've been following the wrong narrative. Right. And just a fucking... Oh, my God. So, so great. And, um... Also, Roger Deakins' cinematography uh, is yeah. just pure magic. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, which is also the reason why the new Blade Runner trailers look so good. Okay. Because he shot that too. Yes, okay, that's where I was... He didn't shoot Arrival, though. Somebody else shot Arrival. Okay. He was shooting something else. But, um... Mm. So, excuse <laughs> me, excuse me. All this coffee and beer... You just added that right out. And then, yeah, so Sicario is basically just not knowing what you're doing until after it's done or after you've seen too much. Right. And the first movie we watched was Escape from New York, which, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it, in 19... You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Um <laughs> Go for it. it uh, I mean, I think we could stop talking there, but um, <laughs> plot wise, um, in the New York in the future, I think it's 1997. Something like that. The island of Manhattan turned into a giant prison mm-hmm. because the crime rate's gone up 400%. <laughs> and uh, obviously, they didn't think gentrification was going to be a big thing. But right. Anyways. So Snake Plissken is a war hero who's been captured by the government and is about to get sent to New York uh, for essentially forever. But the president of the United States, played by Donald Pleasance, who's Sam Loomis in Halloween. Right. And that weird priest in Prince of Darkness. Oh, my God, love Prince of Darkness. The Fog, and he's in Halloween 2, which John Carpenter didn't direct, but him and Deborah Hill wrote and produced. R.I.P. Okay. Deborah Hill. Oh. oh. She died a while ago. Um, so behind. Still counts. She's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, um, Snake Plissken is offered a full pardon to go in and do what he does best, which is kill a bunch of people and bring back this dude who means nothing to him. Right. The mayor. The president. President. Go get Mr. Oh, Giuliani, please. <laughs> the president. That makes more sense. Oh, God. So, these movies are all linked uh, thematically because if you start from the start of the triple feature, we have Snake Plissken. Yep. Total badass. Ugh, babe. Total badass babe who does something he doesn't believe in for selfish reason 
Well, to get his freedom. To get his freedom. He does to get his freedom, he does something he doesn't believe in. Right. In um he's also duped, which is a big thing. Yeah. He's duped by the government. They they tell him that he's filled with a disease that's gonna kill him in twenty four hours and he gets right. back with um the president. Um not in, the mayor. Not the mayor. In Sicario, Emily Blunt's character is doing what she believes is the right reason. Right. And who's she does also it, duped in a who's way. Who's also she's totally duped. Yeah. She gets oh, fucked over girl. so hard. Oh yeah. She's not gonna be in the sequel for a lot of reasons. But also Oh, I forgot there's a sequel. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Centering nope. around uh Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Basically she's trying to do something for the right reasons, gets duped, and does basically everything wrong. Yeah. Everything you can do wrong. Yeah. So Big we time. have B A B B A B Y baby. Uh-huh. Who um is doing things for the wrong reason to get his freedom, which he thinks is the right thing because he's not actually a criminal. So if you Right. He doesn't see himself as a criminal. Which he totally is. Yes. He's fucking boosting cars. Like boosting cars, stealing iPods and sunglasses. Very criminal. Yes. But um harmless to a point except for all the people who get into accidents because of his driving yeah they kind of skim over that yeah he also kills jamie fox he's not brought up on any charges for that and spoiler john ham self-defense anyways um killing is killing unless you're killing kids so if you're still listening after that thank you Snake Plissken plus Emily Blunt equals baby. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Oh, because Emily Blunt's super naive in that movie, too. Oh my like, God. despite, like, being this high level high FBI level agent or whatever, very, very naive. She, she oh, man. took home her assassin. Yeah. John Bernthal, everyone. John Bernthal. But she shouldn't have gone into the bank. He told her not to go into the bank. I know. And she did not it Not anyway. to defend Josh Brolin. Right. For any any movie. For anything. I actually liked him a lot in Sicario. He's great. He's a fucking total fuck. Yeah. That's but all you had to do. That's, that's him. Yeah. Because I know him personally. <laughs> of course you do. Um, I'd hang out with him. And Diane Lane. Not together. <laughs> not at the same time. You ever seen Unfaithful? No. I've seen parts of it. <laughs> Good enough for me. Also, I do feel like um, the scores for Escape from New York and Sicario. Sicario's score is very creepy, but it I do is, feel yeah. like I feel like they're both perfect for the movie. Oh, All three sure. of these movies have perfect music for them. Yeah. Um, also, Escape from New York uh. has John Carpenter's funkiest score. When because the, who's in it? Because Isaac fucking Hayes is in it. The fucking right he is. Duke of New York. Even though he's a sci- he was a Scientologist before he died. Mm. We'll let it go. It's forgivable. Yeah. Isaac fucking Hayes. You he know, that's what he the wants. thing, too. There's also at least one Scientologist in each of these movies that I'm willing to forgive that they're a Scientologist. All right, you're going to have to explain Sicario and Baby Driver. Beck. 
Oh, fuck yeah, he is. Huge. I know. Out of the ones I know. Yeah. And he's married to Giovanni Rubini's sister. Yeah, twin from Daisy Confused. Mm-hmm. Are they? T- They're twins. They're yeah. not literal twins. Yeah. Twin sister. No, I mean, they were in the womb, but they don't look alike. Do they? They're not identical. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, obviously. No, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He's. I think he's an attractive man. Have you seen him anything lately? Yeah. Did you see the Bad Batch? I don't know what that is. Um, the answer is always no to have yeah, you seen this. Right. <laughs> Which is why we're doing this podcast. Can I have a Tecate too? Yes. Thank you. You're going to get one, whether you ask for it or not. Thanks. Um, yeah, I don't know who the Scientologist is from. Probably Sicario. Whatever. Oh, she's married to um, the dude from The Office. Oh, another connection. Yeah. All right. Well, Aaron. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't know how to wrap this up. What have you learned from these? I need to stop watching Encino Man and That's, watch real movies. You should have learned that a long goddamn time yeah. ago. Nope, didn't. That's it for this debacle of a podcast. I'm Nick Souter. And I'm Aaron Rose. Thank you for listening to Aaron Rose Has Never Seen It.